Do Melang and you know what it is. You're tuned into the women's club with your favorite host, Miss Murule. For all those who saw my tweets, saw my posts, I promised to deliver two episodes this week as opposed to one. Um, right now I'm about to get ready and head over to Starbucks, Brooklyn to go meet up with the gorgeous, the gorgeous Matapo Siloi for her interview. Matapo is a powerhouse. You know, she's the definition of strength. She is beautiful she is literally beauty personified you know and you'll hear all that for yourself she is the founder of dtm um, which stands for don't touch me which advocates for women and creates mental illness awareness but let me not spoil it too much for you and um, i hope you enjoy this Mwah. i'll see you soon Welcome to the Women's Club. Today I'm at Starbucks with the beautiful Mata Poseloi. She is an aspiring model and founder of DTM, which stands for Don't Touch Me. But we will chat about that more a little soon. Let's get right into it. Who is Mata po and what drives you as an individual? Um, hi. <laughs> Mata po is a passion-driven person. So... When I'm passionate about something, there's no stop for me. There's, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to take no for any answer, you know. And um, I am also someone who aspires to inspire, basically. So everything I do, I wanted to touch someone. I wanted to make a difference in someone's life. Even if it's just something so small, literally it can change someone's life forever. Even if it's just one person, it just means I was sent for that one person. You get it? Yeah. And then what led to the creation of DTM? What exactly is DTM? Can you just elaborate for those who don't know what exactly you do and what DTM exactly is? Okay. So DTM firstly um, was created due to the fact that I um, decided to take my power back as a rape survivor. I decided to voice out because for a long time I wasn't telling anyone about it. Like I was just suffering in silence. And when I realized that I could tell people and they and the reaction was quite positive, I was like, this is what other people need. Like not a lot of people actually get that positive response or that support from their families so I was like let me create it and we help them through the process of finding their voices as well you know we help every woman and most men that have been raped you know they are afraid to speak about it so we just want to be their voice and you know their home away from home and um, it is also um, DTM also focuses on mental health so due to the fact that I, you know, I, I, because of my past trauma, I had to, you know, have a problem with my mental health. I had to go to hospital and I was told I have um, what's a depression disorder and anxiety. So I decided that past traumas actually do bring you down at some point in your life whether you deal with them now or not you need to actually deal with them at the end of it all so in DTM we encourage people to know that it is okay to not be okay Uh, it's okay to seek for help and depression um, anxiety bipolar are real 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 
um, things in life and people do suffer from those like it's not a spiritual thing it's not well it is a spiritual thing to a certain extent but it's not uh, white people's um, disease I was told it's a white people's disease trust me so it's not that we all suffer from it and it's normal to be sad and not know why and for you to know what's what's causing that you need to get the help that you have to get yeah um, let's chat about the mental stigma that you kind of alluded to, you know, relating to, ma- to mental illness. How do you think that we can overcome that, especially as an African society? Because many Africans, we deny that, you know, mental illness really exists. Like you mentioned, we say it's a white people's disease. We say it doesn't exist. You know, things like that. How do you think we can actually overcome this as an African society? Okay. Firstly, I think the government is not doing enough. I mean, yes, we're always putting the blame on the government or, you know, but we depend on them to make the bigger change, to make the bigger steps in the country. And, you know, the changes that come with the country uh, go through the government first. So if we as individuals decide to have these um, these foundations, these programs, and we don't get... Um, enough exposure and mental health is not really promoted uh, as much as perhaps I don't know what's there mental health is not promoted as much as what are the other diseases <laughs> what are the, yeah but you get it like um, currently it's October it is a mental health awareness month just as it is for um, breast cancer, you know? And everyone is talking about the pink drive. Okay, cool, the pink drive, okay. And then we have mental health awareness. What's the color for that? It's lime green. And are we seeing people talk about that? Do we know the date, the day for mental health awareness? Do we know the actual day, you know? It's a real thing as well, just as a physical disease is, you know, like it's a real sickness. It exists. You can't see it. It's very, very invisible. But the person going through it goes through it in the most visible way ever. Yeah. Yeah. And then talking about Mental Awareness Day, and you did touch on that a little bit, what do you think that we as a society can do to bring more awareness about that, bring more awareness about mental illnesses that people maybe do not know about? What do you think that we can actually do? I think what we are doing now is what we should be doing. And just create all these programs, all these foundations, um, and just try to you know, combat the stigma. Um, I think, I believe in the fact that if it doesn't get to a certain person, if the message doesn't get to the certain person, then it wasn't meant to get to that person at that time or, you know, time, space, whatever. That person was not really ready uh, for their healing. So I'm just, I just think what we're doing is what we can and it is quite enough for now. And nothing can ever be enough, by the way. we can speak about it we can speak about HIV all the time and some people might not test some people might still be scared about it scared to expose their status and everything so it's the same thing as uh, depression it's just it's hard to get the word out there but when you do that's enough 
yeah. for that time. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to touch back on being a rape survivor. You mentioned that you were a rape survivor. Um, is there any advice that you'd like to share with other rape survivors that you know are going through turmoils or going through the most? Is there anything that you'd like to share with them? Okay, so when it comes to that, we all have different um, experiences and you all, we all have different um, reactions to it. So for me, I did not react to it for a long time. I was silent. Like, you know, you just get so shocked. Like, how did you keep quiet, you know? But I was silent and I only spoke about it when I was 19, which is this year, from the, from the fifth, from when I was five, I spoke about it. Like, I didn't speak, I didn't say anything about it. And then now that I'm 19, I'm like, I actually have to speak about it. Yeah. So for you as a rape survivor, firstly, I just like to uh, talk about body positivity. It's not your fault. Yeah. It's not your fault that it happened to you and your body is not disgusting to look at. You don't have to change a thing about yourself. It's just your perpetrator has to change everything about themselves. It's just them. It's You are not the problem at all for the longest time i always thought maybe i'm skinny maybe i'm easy to carry and wah 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 so i need to gain weight wada 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 and also i just thought my body was like literally so disgusting i could not look at it you know so body positivity first um if that is hard honestly just try your level best to become the best version of yourself that person might have thought they killed you but come back this is you know there's a better life outside of being a rape survivor there's it can't define you for the rest of your life you know you need to take your power back and you need to speak about it even if it's not with your mom even if it's not with a family member or someone you're close to even a stranger an uber driver just speak about it you know just tell it to someone who will listen to you it's very important so that it doesn't affect you in the future when you have a husband and he can't touch you or you have a child and you you're so overprotective of them that they become depressed as well and it's just a cycle of depressed beings and you know so yeah and then lastly um what advice do you have for someone with mental illness and they don't know how to treat it because most of the time it's left untreatable so is there anything that you can say about that and what advice do you have to share with people that actually leave it untreated okay uh i think treatment is important i know there's a point where i was taking treatment which i still am taking it but i'd take it and for like a month i wouldn't because i'm like um, it can't define me. I'm not you. You know, you can't. You can't touch me. I, I can't be like this forever. And you know, it just feels really sad to wake up in the morning and remember, uh, pills. To go back to bed, uh, pills. You know, I know it's draining. It's draining. But that's how you improve because it's it's something that it's something that got to that point. Like it's nothing that happened overnight. You know, it was gradually getting to that point, and for you to go back to uh, a place where you were better than you are now, you need to take your pills. Uh, you need to see a counselor. There's like clinic, clinic fa- 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 facilities. 
yes that offer free counseling sessions and if you do afford then you can just see a psychiatrist i think also if you have uh, medical aid it's it's free you know you can see a psychologist and don't leave it untreated don't die in silence your life is needed and um, with your turnaround you can actually do a lot more than you think you can right now thank you so much Matepo thank you this was very inspiring this was very impactful very fulfilling thank you so much for sharing your story to all my listeners thank you so much for tuning in to the women's club let us know how you are bringing awareness to mental illness and again thank you for tuning in I love you all